You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. This week on South Bend Beat, we have Jonathan Jones. Jonathan is the director of recreation for BPA, one of the nicest guys in the world, and goes out of, you'll see him around the city, goes out of his way to make sure people are having a good time, businesses are thriving, uh, just, just an awesome dude. We talked about some of the events coming up this summer, what you can look forward to, a little bit of basketball, and his background. And this episode, of course, is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. I love the side door deli, breakfast, lunch, dinner, doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm a big fan of the chicken, they have the barbecue offerings. Go check them out at Martin's Markets on social media, and enjoy this episode with Jonathan. Jonathan, how are we doing today? Man, doing good. Doing good. It's good to see you. I uh, So I just saw you at the Summer Expo a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and anyone that knows Jonathan, you see him downtown pretty often doing this or that. Uh, I wanted to start with your background, though. Yeah. So are you a South Bend kid, or did you grow up elsewhere? Uh, Michigan City. Okay, yeah, so, so not too not, far not away. Not too far away, right? Did you come to South Bend for school? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, played uh, basketball over at Bethel College. Yep. So when I saw you with PGU, I'm yeah. like, all right, basketball <laughs> connection right away. But uh, yeah, that's what brought me to South Bend. So I, I played there um, early 2000s and then just kind of stuck around ever since. Bethel's had a nice little pipeline from Michigan City since really since what, the late 90s, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, a handful of people uh, before me. Ricky Gooden was one of the big players. Um, William Walker came afterwards, uh, Stephen War, a couple. I mean, we, we've had a, a really long list of, of great guys that have come. Theo Williams, even before that. So, yeah, a long legacy of uh, Mission City guys coming out here. Do you still play anywhere? Man, I, not as much <laughs> as I want to. You know, um, I've got a couple of little kids now, so time has been uh, pretty short. Before the pandemic, I was getting some uh, early ball action in uh, over on the south side of town, and uh that was kind of my alibi to, to yeah. stop playing, but I need to get back into it. You should come. Um, you should come do noon hoops with us over at Bethel. Man, most yeah. I used to I used to be real big into the noon hoops. It's uh, fun. It's a good there. time. Yeah, yeah. Man, let me know. I'll, I'll definitely be out there. I so. starting back up. Um, it, so Goodman's closed for like graduation stuff for the next okay. few weeks, but I yeah. think May gonna kick right into it and. Uh, I can promise you, you will be ahead of 99% of the people that are there. I think, I think you'll do just fine. When I, uh, when I had graduated from Bethel, I actually worked there for like a year as a, um, admissions counselor. So then I would join some of the professors and whatnot and, uh, out there in noon hoops. So yeah, I, I know there's still a few professors that. Yeah. at play and they, yeah. I mean, they can ball too. Like, like Robbie Pranker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Robbie Pranker. I mean, that dude's a shooter. Bucket. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Luke is a very yeah. good player. Okay. I mean, it's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They come out there and you're like, Oh, this would be a nice game. And it's like, man, these dudes are giving us buckets. Like, I don't know what to do about you're this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what kind of take us through the timeline mm-hmm. of, Graduating Bethel, yep. um, playing days are over. You're heading into the workforce, yep. and then to the position you have now. You're director of recreation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're making sure that the fun is rolling around here. People <laughs> are having a good time. What yeah. did that in between look like? 
Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a very uh, unorthodox kind of a uh, route. Um, so when I graduated from Bethel, I actually uh, I actually had a youth ministry minor and a business major. So I started off as a youth ministry major, uh, going to Bethel. Um, went on a missions trip uh, through a, a youth group that I was uh, attached to back in Michigan City, and and like we had to do a lot of like raising money and 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 kind of networking to to make everything align for that trip. Um, and it kind of opened my eyes to the world of business. It's like, all right, this is, this is nice. I'm still, you know, doing some good things in the community, still serving, but you know, we're doing business to make these things happen. And, and even rewinding back before that, I, uh, I was a, a, in a very traditional church growing up. And so when I was there, it was kind of like, ah, we're doing things for a good cause. You know, we're doing things for Jesus, you know, but you know, we didn't really have the school, the skills and the tool sets to make those things happen. So when I got back from that missions trip, I'm like, you know what? I want to make business my major. So I went to a business major, um, and, but graduate. I took the easy route and didn't choose like a, a focal point, no finance or marketing <laughs> or anything like that. And so uh, I graduated with a minor uh, in youth ministry. And so when I graduated, I was kind of in this spot where I really didn't know what I wanted to do yet. And so I kind of did that admissions counselor thing for a little bit at, uh, at Bethel. Ended up going to IUSB for uh, a couple of years, about five years, um, working in student services there. And while I was there, I got my MBA. And so that was in uh, marketing and advertising. So I really started to get locked into that. Um, and so I left there, did a quick stint as a director of development for a nonprofit in Elkhart. Ended up coming to South Bend um, to work as a uh, director of marketing and sales for uh, for Dave Matthews actually yeah, in the community, yeah. and so doing uh, real estate developments and things like that, and that really started to get me connected into South Bend. Um, started to really know all the different kind of uh, movers and shakers in the community. Understood what were some of the bigger initiatives for kind of creating you know uh, quality of life and some you know really cool like place making in the area. And so while I was doing that, I then found out about Venues, Parks, and Arts. I think Aaron Perry was just coming on board, um, started kind of crafting this kind of new uh, team. And part of that was a, a marketing division, um, marketing and uh, an advertising. We kind of had like this internal creative agency um, within the division. And so I was like, all right, this is, this is on track with what I want to mm -hmm. do. So that's what brought me into Parks and Recreation was coming on board to um, – to really operate as a project manager. I was a project manager for the team. So I would go, I'd meet with all of the different program managers and say, all right, hey, tell me about your aquatics programming. All right, hey, tell me about your athletics program. What's going on over here with ice skating, you know? Um, what's going on at these centers? And I'd figure out what their, what their plans and goals and hopes were. I'd take that back, craft out marketing plans, and then I'd kick that to our marketing team and say, hey, here's what we need to do. I need a website over here. I need these kind of ads over here. But in going through that process, I would find myself um, sometimes asking questions. Well, why are you doing your programming like this? You know, or or have you thought, or, or like, what led you to make that decision? What kind of community feedback were you getting? You know, and, and so, and so it kind of just became this kind of natural transition to learn more about what they were doing. Um, and so, at you know, after about a year's time, the director who had been in that position for probably like 27 you know, plus years for the recreation team um, ended up retiring. And so uh, I wasn't really planning on going into <laughs> recreation, you know, but 
um, my my boss uh, came out to me and said, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in something like this? You've been you spent a year kind of getting to know this team, understanding how they work and operate. You can kind of balance, you know, kind of like the business aspects of this, but also understand the, the recreational side. Like, you know, would you want to run this? And so I was like, I need to think about that, you know. And so." Um, but then it brought me back to my roots, you know, and I started remembering why did I get into this in the first place? I like serving people. I like creating spaces and just active. I like creating quality of life for people, you know, um, and, and with this team, I saw a lot of good people that were doing good things, kind of like the church that I grew up in, good people that were doing good things, but maybe didn't understand all the different tools that were at their, um, at their disposal to like really make these high quality and, and, and like, you know, and increase their impact. And so I was like, I think I can come in and I can contribute to that and help make that better. So I was like, all right, I'm in, I'll do it, you know? And so, uh, here we are, you know, I think I'm going into my third or fourth year now, um, third year of, uh, leading this team. And so, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And it's, and, and shout out to your boss for asking you to consider the position because it's, I, just from watching from afar and speaking to other people, you're very good at your job. Um, and a couple of the things that really stand out. One, you're just an incredibly nice guy. Is that something <laughs> that like, and, and I don't even say it to gas you up, but like some people you look at it and like, okay, that's an incredibly nice person. Some people it's just natural yeah. or they have to be like, okay, I need to make sure I'm very approachable today. Which mm-hmm. side of the coin are you like? It seems like it comes natural, <laughs> like you're just a nice guy. And in this position, that's actually very important because people need to be comfortable to come up and talk to you, explain yeah. what their vision is, what their really what their hopes and goals are. Um, is that something you're very intentional about, or is, does it come pretty easily for you? Uh, it comes pretty easily for me. I just, I genuinely just like people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of person that if we're having a party, you know, I probably get fulfilled more by seeing everybody else having a good time, you yep. know, so... I'm like, all right, let me go grab this, uh, grab this ice, fill up this uh, cooler, or let me go, you know, get this set over <laughs> here, you know. And just as, if everybody else is having a good time, I'm like, hey, that's cool, that's that's good to me, you know. And so, um, and, and I love conversation. Like, I could easily do this, this conversation. We could do three hours right now, and yeah. it'd be no sweat for me because I, I like talking with people. And so, it does come naturally. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm too nice, <laughs> and, <laughs> and especially uh, in, in leadership. It is a fine um, line to walk, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I found my, I think the first couple of years of leadership, um, I started to realize, man, all right, I got I to gotta crack the whip a little bit yep. more, or I got to find, way, find ways to just kind of hold staff and, and hold people accountable, you know, a mm-hmm. bit more as well. So it's it's been a learning process even professionally for me in that sense. But, yeah, I would say generally – you know, being a nice guy comes comes naturally to me. <laughs> and with the VPA, I mean, it's putting together a power team, like a dream team over there. It's yeah. It's got to be fulfilling to go to work every day and all the talent that's surrounded around you. And now uh, in the last, really last handful of years, like the things that you all have done have been fantastic. Are there a couple initiatives or projects that stand out that were your favorites? Yeah, I mean um, – Couple of things. I mean, right now, you know, we're we're sitting here right across the street from Howard Park. You know, yep, that's got to so be one. It was really cool, just you know, being at the table for yep. the, the beginning of those discussions. You know, and kind of seeing it from like you know inception to you know final product. And so I remember I would walk around, you know, daily. You know, when it was in construction, I'm like, man. The community has no idea what's coming. Like, like, they, like they just have no, they, they see all this dirt and stuff being moved around. They've got no idea what, what's coming over here. And so that was kind of a really cool project to be a part of. Um, 
The other one is uh, actually a, a Boomer, our, our big kind of uh, experiential uh, vehicle. Um, that was another one. And that, for those that don't know, explain Boomer like, yeah. <laughs> real quick. The, the name can be misleading. Yeah. Right? I, I know Boomer's taking on a, a different <laughs> a different term. This uh, isn't an eight year old dude walking around. Yeah. yeah it, uh, so it's a it's a we call it a mobile experiential unit, and it's basically a big trailer. Um, real quick, the concept from it. Um, back when Hurricane Katrina uh, came, went through like like Louisiana and mm-hmm. just uh, uh, that part of the country. Um, uh, early 2000s, uh, it, it wrecked that area. And so in Baton Rouge, their parks department um, said, man, right now everything's torn up. People are just you know, stressed out for a, a number of reasons. The one card that we can play that we have to help in this situation is to create you know, recreation, create, a, create a, um, a reprieve from all of this for a moment. But because all their parks were destroyed, they're like, what can we do? And so they're like, let's get a box truck, let's throw some stuff in it. And let's just go around and kind of like create these pop-up parks, you know, um, for people to have a good time. And so they started doing that, and it went really well. And so they went and presented at one of our national conferences, and everybody was like, oh, this is a great idea. So everybody started kind of creating their own, like, little version of that. And so it was something that, that we were like, man, we want to do, and for a number of years had been on the, on, the, on the back burner. And so when Aaron came in, we are like, how can we take this but take it to the next level? And so we said, we want to create this vehicle that not just brings, you know, kind of games and activities, but it can create like these high impact experiences in spaces around town that weren't created for that. Howard Park's already created for that. It's got all kinds of electricity underground. Yep. It's got sound system built into it. There's music playing 24-7, not 24-7, but a majority of the day out there. There's a lot of our parks that don't have that. And so Boomer is this vehicle that has a, um, it has a, a stage that folds out. You've got all the electrical stuff inside of it, AV stuff. Looks like run. a big boom box. It looks like a yeah. boom box, which hence the name. Um, we wanted some kind of iconic shape to it. That, that was really important to us. Uh, so that was a unique spin that you put on it, the yeah. boom box part? Yeah, okay. yeah. So we literally we, we found a specific company out in North Carolina um, that, that uh, specialized in creating like unique vehicles. They're actually a fun fact. They are the very company that created the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Okay. So that's yeah. like one of their claim to fame um, with a, a bunch of other uh, unique unique projects. And so we went out there said, hey, we need you guys to build us something specific. And so they're like, what do you want? And so we went through countless ideas and finally came up with this like boombox shape that, you know, isn't too kitty, but also isn't like too adult, but hopefully should have like a, a bit more of a mass appeal. Um, and so, yeah, so we came up with that. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, we take this thing out and it's got a, a giant generator inside of it. So it mm-hmm. creates its own energy source. And so we've done events where we've got live music going on the stage. We've got information and videos running on the top screen. We've got, you know, bounce houses plugged into the into the, the unit so that they can be powered and have kind of this, these inflatables going on. And then we've got, you know, community members that are bringing, you know, ice cream trucks or mm-hmm. mobile barber shops, and they're all being powered from this one source. And, and we go to a random field that, you know, 364 days a year has nothing going on. Right. And for this one day, it feels like a festival, you know. And so, um, so that's what Boomer is. And that was a really cool project because, once again, that's probably the one that I would say more than anything probably has, you know, um, a lot of my fingerprints on it, just mm-hmm. being involved in it. And, and I'm probably the one person on our team that 
that knows how to utilize it yeah. the most with all the tech that's built into it. So I'm, you know, currently trying to get more staff. I'll say that could be a two-sided <laughs> coin because yeah. then you're getting the texts and calls saying, right. like, how do I do this? Hey, what's going on? So I'm trying to get more staff on board to, to be able to, to operate that thing. But it, it's probably one of the things that um, I think, you know, when I leave here, I can say, hey, that was a, a part of my legacy. is Just being involved. I was by far not the most involved with it, but, you know, was big on that project. So, um, and, and the team, you know, Year by year, we're finding ways to use it in more intuitive ways, you know. Um, you know it was really cool. We had you guys on there, yep, you know, yep. uh, at the uh, Activities Expo. And, and, you know, just trying to find more ways to use it um, and, to, and to make it available to the community. So people mm -hmm. are now starting to figure out, oh, it can do this, it can do that. And so we're getting more and more unique events that we're not even planning. Like, like I think this year, um, there's probably about 12 12 events that we will be doing um, utilizing Boomer. But in total deployments, I think we're up to like, you know, 45, 50 deployments wow. right now. And so um, there's a there's a website, um, sbvpa.org forward slash Boomer. It's got our entire uh, schedule on there. And so, yeah, we're excited. We're going to places, uh, you know, all over the city, you know, and different communities are finding uses. Oh, hey, can you bring this out? And and we're helping to augment their experiences. Mm -hmm. So it's that, once again, that, that idea of good people in the community doing good things. And now I've got access to some really cool resources and, and, and amenities that I can bring in and kind of just like amp it up a little bit. So it's real cool. It. I love it. Let's get to this summer. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you are very busy over the summer. So <laughs> the, the VPA is a lot going on. Um so in the past, like we've had Aaron on, we've had other mm -hmm. people involved with like summer events and people love these episodes because it's, it's kind of a one-stop shop. It's like, okay, either I have kids or maybe it's just my significant other. We want something to do. What yeah. are some fun things to do over the summer? So let it rip. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you have going on this summer? Yeah. Well, I like to, to start by directing people once again to our website, okay. um, sbvpa.org. Um, if you go forward slash publications, we actually have an activity guide. I got a couple of pieces of, of you know, paper here for you to, to leave with you here cool. today. But um, but this activity guide actually has everything, you know, majority of it um, for, for the entire year. And so um, anything that I'm talking about today, you can re, uh, review back here. But big things, man. First of all, we're, um, we're trying to expand our aquatic programming. Um you know, living in the Midwest, we see that, uh, you know, we only get so many months of, of good weather. Mm -hmm. um, and the odd thing about it is that a lot of our lifeguards and such tend to be um, high school students and whatnot. And so we, you know, usually find ourselves closing our pools down at the beginning of August, you know, when school kicks back up. And so you're thinking, man, honestly, August is the hottest month right. of the year, yeah. you know, and that's when our <laughs> pools are closing. But um, we've got a plan in place this year to have our pools open starting on a Memorial Day and closing um, on Labor Day. So kind of May 30th to September 5th. So that's a solid so, three months. Yeah, yeah, solid three months, you know, and we're expanding hours to a little bit later, um, as late as 7 p.m. Uh, every night at both Potawatomi and Kennedy Water Playground so that those families that maybe are working families, they mm -hmm. get off. They still have a couple of hours to get their kids out to the pool, and so we don't miss miss out on them. And so really excited about that with the pools. Um, of course, over at Howard Park, uh, we've got our summer concert series coming back. Um, 
This is a, 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 a program that used to take place over at Sites Park, but we're still waiting for that to get finished right now. Notre yeah. Dame's got a big project going on over there. So Thursday nights, um, we've got um, uh, live music uh, out at Howard Park. Uh, and so that'll be beginning in June and running through the 1st of September. So that's really excited about that. And we're working on, um, you know, we're always trying to find ways to craft more experiences that would be uh, attractive to like the 21 plus crowd, you know, those that are young professionals or young professionals at heart. And, uh, and so we're looking at even having some uh, opportunities to have kind of like a bar service out there mm-hmm. for those concerts. And so kind of special spots uh, set up outdoors where, you know, we'll have different local brewers and uh, maybe wineries that'll just have some additional uh, items there to kind of create a good experience with that. Um, a really fun thing that we've got going on, uh, I believe it happened. I need to actually review my notes here as well. Um, but we've got the Latin Dance Group. They uh, okay. came on board with us last year. Can you dance? Uh, you know what? I mean, it, it's actually kind of funny. If you go to the class, they kind of teach you how to dance. And you'd be surprised. There's a couple of moves that you need to do. And you can look like you're a good, you know, a good salsa dancer. A, a few staples down and yeah. you can at least pass. Yeah, if it's, just a, it's kind of like step your feet and kind of wiggle your hips a little bit yeah. and just combination of those two things together looks really good yeah. so i mean I, i've gotten out there with my wife uh you know for a couple of years and you know i wouldn't you know go up against anybody else yeah. but, but we have a good time so i, I enjoy it you know but uh, we've got latin dance classes that will be happening on friday nights uh over at howard park uh, beginning in june and so that's always a really popular fun time um so that's a, a really cool program there um of course boomer we yep. talk about boomer a little bit and so we've got a full schedule once again, um, we'll be going over all six districts of the community um, with uh, programming. Um, so that's uh, that's really exciting. We call this our Boom and Parks Tour. And so with that event, um, it's kind of like many festivals that are taking place all over. And, and what I really like about those is not only do people have fun, there's it's kind of has a, a entertainment component. So there's usually there's some kind of like live music or or maybe some kind of entertainer. We'll have you know we might bring a magician on stage, you know, or um, or like, like a, uh, uh, a dance group or something. So there's always a live performance element to those events. Then there's usually um, lots of games and activities. We might have a rock wall out there. We might have um, different just kind of fun things for kids. Um, and then we usually have a lot of community partners that will join us for those events as well. And so you'll have, like, for the families, really good information to get connected to and, and really learn about other things. And so um, so really excited about that. A um, couple other things. Uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Best Week Ever. Yeah. Know? Best Week Ever is our, our, our big thing. We're, we're uh, man, time's going by quick. I feel like we're going into our fourth or fifth year of that event. Yeah, our, our fifth year of that event. Um, so this it, year. The first year of the event was the huge one? Yeah, well, okay. well, I mean, they've all been huge. The, the uh, like, anniversary one? Was that the first year? So that was SB 150. Okay. So that was actually like two years, but that was before VPA was even in creation. Actually, that's another Aaron Perry project. He was yeah. over at DTSB. And then Best uh, Week Ever kind of goes off of that vein, right? Off of that, yeah. yeah. There was a couple of things, you know, um, for people that are from South Bend, you know, they, they remember the Ethnic Festival. It used to be mm-hmm. a really big event downtown. And man, if I had a nickel or a quarter for every time, so I'm like, man, you guys need to bring back the Ethnic <laughs> Festival, you know? <laughs> Uh, I'd be a rich man. And so um, and so really what ended up happening here was uh, we said, hey, all right, everybody loved SB 150. There's a lot of energy from that. 
when are we going to do it again? We're like, well, maybe SB 300. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> you got to wait till the next, we may not next be 150 years. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, well, how can we create something? So that's where best week ever uh, came from. And so, um, that's a great idea. And yeah. so, yeah, so every year we're kind of just kind of ramping it up. I mean, it, it's kind of a lot of pressure to call it best week ever. Cause then every year you got to try to like, when do you start planning <laughs> for it? Each year, like obviously, uh-huh. I, I assume it's like so. Once best week is over, it's kind of like winning a Super Bowl, and you get a little bit of time to right. relax. like. How far out are you? Like, all right, we have to start planning next year. Yeah, I mean, um, usually right after we'll have a debrief meeting, you know, and we try to identify some like high, high strategic things that we want to do for the right. next year and laying okay. some of those things. But I think really it's uh, getting into you know January we start kind of putting the gas on okay. um, and really start. You know, reaching out to partners, having initial meetings. Um, and then at this time, now, this year is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So usually, best week ever happens in, like, beginning of June. You know, it's almost like a kick off the summer type of feel. This year, however, we have another big event going on. Uh, the Morris Performing Arts Center is turning 100. So we've got the Morris 100 event, um, and that takes place uh, on October 1st. And so... Basically, we said, hey, we're going to do the best of both worlds. We're going to shift best week ever. And so it's actually going to start on September 24th. That's a Saturday. Saturday, September 24th. Um, or I, I think September 25th. I think September 25th that Saturday. But anyways, that Saturday it's going to begin. And it runs until the next Saturday, which is October 1st. Um, so that'll be best week ever. And so, but the last two days of that, you're not going to want, if anybody's listening, put everything down right now. You're going to want to listen to this part. That last Friday and Saturday, we're doing something special this year. We're calling it Morris Fest, uh, Morris 100 Fest. This will be the biggest thing that we've ever done wow. since SB 150. Really? So okay. We are <laughs> sparing no expense. There is no idea that's too crazy, that's too outside the box. This is going to be a two-day festival. Um, we're going to be blocking off a majority of downtown in front of the, the Morris Performing Arts Center and some of the blocks around that. And we're going to throw one of the biggest parties that this city has seen since 150, you know. And we're going to try to outdo that, you know. And I sense. and I believe off the top of my head, I it's probably going to be real nuts. I isn't that's a bye week for Notre Dame too. So there's yeah. not even anything going on on campus. So right. it's going to be crazy down there. Yeah, that, and that was one of the uh, <laughs> the reasonings for that day to kind of all lined up. But yeah, we want to find a bye week, you know. Um, and, and and that's a really a big part too. A lot of times when we do best week ever, you know, all the the campuses are our yep. students are gone, and so uh, all the Notre Dame students and IU South Bend students and St. Mary's and Holy Cross and Bethel. You know, I mean, some of those are local colleges where you have a lot of local students, but there's also a lot of students that just aren't here to take part in that. Yep. That's a, you know, uh, with us being a college town, a college city, um, that's a big part of our identity, too. And so it's really, really excited that this year that proponent of our community gets to be a part of this as well. And so, yeah, we really expect it to be a big thing. So So make sure calendars are clear for September 30, October 1, right? Yep, yep, yep. September 30th, right. October 1st. Yeah, that Friday, Saturday. Once again, more special. I think um, uh, actually uh, today's a, well, whenever this podcast is going live yeah. here, um, I think uh, uh, 
Today, we're going to be going live with uh, some initial teasers online. So by the time you hear this, it will be live. Yeah, yeah, by the time you hear this, it will be live. So you should have that information. But so that, that's one of the real big things that we're, that we're looking at um, doing this year. Um, a lot of really great partnerships um, throughout the community with different groups. Uh, we're partnering with the Department of Community Investment um, over on Linden Ave in front of the, the MLK Junior Center. Um, they've been doing these pop-up markets uh, once a month starting in June and going throughout October, actually. And so it's uh, kind of really promoting uh, food security. Um, we're going to have Boomer out there. Uh, they'll be contracting live bands, um, have music, bunch of vendors with uh, just kind of you know food to purchase, even in some cases free food given out. But it's just a great way, especially um, for those communities um, to say, hey, here's ways to eat healthy, find access to food, especially right now with all these inflation and prices yeah. going up <laughs> yeah. and things, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are a couple of, of, of quick hits. You know, we've got um, on the athletic side, our softball leagues are continuing to do their thing. Um, we've got Learn to Swim programming that takes place over at Adams High School uh, throughout the summer. That's always a big one. Being a city... On a river, water safety is a huge, uh, a huge necessity for all mm-hmm. the kids in our area, um, and so um, we're trying to expand that as much as possible um, to make that make that accessible. And so, yeah, a lot of uh, learn to swim classes going on for people to sign up and join. Um, what else we got going on here? Um, and while you're looking, I, I want to encourage people that even if like you don't see anything, I guess, technically on the books for Howard Park. Still go out because, I mean, the playground for kids obviously loves it. And there's also going to be like little pop-up events pretty often. Like I know we've had a dozen clients maybe do an event at Howard Park that yeah. has been pretty short notice. They're usually pretty welcoming with that and uh, work with us. But you go out there and then there's, they're either giving away like T-shirts or letting you know about their business. Like they're – there's pretty much when the weather's nice, like you're going to have a good time at Howard Park. And that's, that's one of the things that uh, I try to preach. People are like, well, go downtown to eat. Like either go before or after, go to Howard Park, especially if you have kids. Like mm-hmm. they're they're going to have a blast. And then I don't have kids, but I imagine they will then sleep pretty well. Is that <laughs> yeah. usually the case? Most definitely, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you want to wear them out as much as possible, you know. And yeah, and that's a great point. I mean, um, besides the things that we do, we're actually trying to get a lot better at co-promoting the things that are happening in our spaces because, um, you know, honestly, it makes my job easier. If I can find, you know, motivated, knowledgeable community uh, members and residents that have great ideas, like this, this is an open call right now. Come to me, you know, come over to Howard Park, send me an email, um, whatever it might be. I'm always looking for ways that I can use the things that I have access to to help people in the community uh, achieve whatever things they're trying to do. And it's top-end stuff over there at Howard Park. Like, yeah. the inside, all set up for tech, ready to rock. You can take space. We've had some where it's been, like, inside-outside. So outside yeah. to greet people, give some baseline info, like, oh, we have a slideshow or something going on inside. Send them inside. It's I mean, it's really fantastic, especially like this is business sides of me speaking, but especially on the business side, if you want some kind of showcase, mm-hmm. uh, I, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Howard Park's definitely a very turnkey location. All you got to do is bring your computer and your slideshows and we got everything else, you know, covered for you. Once again, outside's got a lot of really cool stuff. We've got some, uh, actually that reminds me, we've got some really cool children's programming taking place this summer out there. We'll have some, uh, some like, uh, 
hip hop dance classes okay. and things that are going yeah. on. Um, but really, you know, when we look at fitness, a lot of times, like we'll see a lot of fitness programs for adults, but not a lot for kids, you know. And so we're really excited to have some of those things on board um, there. Um, some other big things that are going to be going on. Um, we've got our kids triathlon. Uh, that'll be coming up towards the end of um, July. And so uh, that's actually uh, July 23rd. And so a really great event. Uh, you know, three events, uh, swimming, um, cycling, and running. You know, so we kind of combine those together. And so uh, and it's, it's great for those kids that kind of get excited about or, or just like to be active, you know, have a lot of energy, right? Put that energy to use, you know, and so <laughs> we get them used to kind of that competition feel and um, and maybe that that lifestyle of, of, you know, doing 5Ks and things like that. And so um, so our kids triathlon, it's been a, a great event. This is, I believe, our 22nd, 23rd year uh, of hosting that event. Very popular. And so um, definitely get your kids signed up for that. If they've never done it before. This is a great opportunity to get them exposed to something like that. Um, I think the more that we can get kids enjoying active lifestyle, yep. you know, enjoying um, um, those types of partnerships, you know. What um, ages are we great. talking? Uh, this is for kids. I think it starts at five. So, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, so five to 14, okay. I believe, is the span um, for that. So, yeah, my son is just now hitting that age range. I actually got – we've got opening day on Saturday for uh, Little League. Um, so, uh, actually, and that's – Are you coaching? Actually, I am coaching. There you know. we go. I'm, I'm, I'm an assistant coach, and <laughs> I knew it was a. I, no, I did play baseball as a kid. You know, um, I played right up until in high school. I stopped, and that's when I focused on basketball. But um, but when they gave me that phone call, they're like, "Hey, can you coach?" And they didn't even ask me if I knew anything about baseball. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, they, they need they need some help." Yeah. And I've been there. I mean, with our youth basketball league and stuff, I know what I know. I know how it is. So I was like, "All right, I got you." Um, but yeah, we've got our opening opening weekend uh, this this week, and that's a great point too. Like we don't even do we don't even offer baseball through VPA because mm-hmm. we've got plenty of community members that are kind of holding that down. We don't do a whole lot with soccer because there's a lot of community groups and organizations that are holding that down. But we do find ways to make our our resources available. You know, um, I'll give a shout out to Point Guard U because I'm yeah. I've already told Casa hey. Any way that I can be of assistance to yeah. you, you know, let me know. And, and I will make some things available. We'll bring Boomer out, create some kind of all-star weekend event or something, you know. I'm, de- some I'm definitely going to take you up on some <laughs> offers. It's, uh, and so. it, uh, yeah, it, 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 should, it should be a good time. And it's, again, like just with how much the VPA is always wanting to help. And we were at the expo. You let us go up on Boomer and kind of uh, yeah. give our pitch. And it, it's one of those events, too, where, like you, you said, it's physical and it's active, gets kids out moving yep. and about, um, just like this event. What's good about this event that you mentioned is it goes down to five years old. Yeah. So you can really get well, the uh, the kids with the Zoomies, get them going and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. get some of that energy out. <laughs> Most definitely, yeah. And and then also, um, you know, a, a big thing that we're doing this year, probably one of the, actually a first-time event, um, this is probably the first time that anybody's even heard about this, so breaking news here but we're looking at doing a really cool um 21 plus event on the rooftop of the wayne street parking garage oh and so this is going to happen on a on a september 2nd so the beginning of september september 2nd um, it's gonna be from 8 p.m to 11 p.m we're gonna have a a live probably a host of djs up there we're gonna have uh 
good music. There'll be some food options, bar uh, bar service available. And then the night's going to uh, end with fireworks. And so you're going to be listening to music, having a good time with friends, and a fireworks show on the rooftop That's gonna of be the huge. Wayne Street parking garage. That's going to be so, huge. So we're really... I'm really excited about that one. So every now and then, you know, I've got a, a team of people that are, are making all this great stuff happen. Really, really talented staff. Um, there's always... That'll be membership tied to it or any, that'll just be anybody can go? Anybody can go. Just open to the public, you know. Um, I mean, it, it'll be a... a, a uh, it's it's a free event, but you'll pay for like you know right. But don't need to be a member of an organization or anything. Nope, cool. nope. So, um, but every now and then there's a few events that you know I'm like, all right, just to get, kind of get my own, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> juices going. You know, I'll put I'll insert myself into kind of planning. That's one that I'm kind of going to lean into. A that one's bit, going so. to be, and I can tell it, tell you right now, people need to go because that's the type of event. If you don't go the next day on LinkedIn and Instagram, you're going to wish you went. Yeah. That's going to be one of those kind of events. Yeah. It's going to, yeah, I, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a great idea. I do have to ask. So I don't ride elevators. I hit eight elevators. Can I take the stairs up? You can definitely take the okay. stairs up. Right. You know? <laughs> or if you want to walk the ramp, you know, Okay. I mean, this isn't my first foray with the, uh, the parking garage. I used to, even before coming to VPA, I used to um, I used to lead up at an event called the Urban Adventure Games uh, here mm-hmm. in town, and so it's like this big kind of like citywide scavenger hunt event. Um, and so one of the last years that I was doing it, we used the parking garage and like we had all these, you know, five hundred or almost like eight hundred bikers, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, up here. And so when the race started, they had to ride down the ramps to kind of exit and do their whole scavenger hunt and come back. But it was. It was a good time. You probably so. get cooking going down those ramps. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we were a little worried, like, there's not too much oil you yeah. know? <laughs> over here. We were sliding around, but it, we had no no injuries. Everybody was safe. But yeah, we definitely said, hey, control yourself. Yeah. You know, wait till you get out of here to really to really hit the jets. And so, um, another big event coming up: uh, Summer Vibes Music Festival. This is our third year of doing this event. You know, always looking for good ways to kind of have a good mixture of like diversity and culture. Um, in all the program offerings that we do. And so this one, uh, you know, selfishly I like because it kind of touches the style of music that I, I most connect mm-hmm. to. And it's kind of like a, 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 a neo-soul R&B, you know, um, style concert series. And so uh, it'll be taking place. This actually, this year we're expanding it to two days. And so wow. it had normally been a one-day event. Like a Coachella. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're hopefully we're going to get there, yeah. you know. And um, I mean... Events like Lollapalooza, yeah. like that's Chicago Parks Department yep. that puts that on. Is it really? Know? Yeah, like some of these really? events, it's, it's surprising that wow. it's their parks departments that have a, a big part in that. And so, um, so maybe we'll get there one yeah. day, you know. But uh, but yeah, so this one is, is it's expanding to a two-day event. It'll have a, a host of uh, different bands um, that'll be kind of just playing music. And it's kind of rinse, wash, repeat. Good music, good food, drinks, you know, put it all together and people just have a good time. And so... Um, so really excited for that. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of great programs going on. You know, we've got some really cool summer summer uh, camps for kids. Um, we've got one called Camp Awareness that takes place up on the north end of town, almost by like nine, actually past 933. It's way up there. Um, but a really, really popular summer camp. Um, it usually, I mean, even right now, I know that a majority of it's sold out already. There's mm-hmm. a few spots that are still left, but... Um, a really cool camp out there. That's definitely one that gets the kids outside, gets them tired and, and kind of uh, completely worked out by the end of the day. So parents love that. Um, we've got camps over at the Charles Black Center and the King Center. 
Um, some really cool things happening over there at those spaces. And even over at the O'Brien Center on the south side of town, we've got a partnership with the YMCA, and they've got some summer camps running out of that space um, as well. And so, yeah, just, man, I mean, I can go on and on. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff. But once again, go to um, sbvpa.org. Um, you know, we've got these uh, activity guides that are out. Check those out as yeah, well. Yeah, so where can people pick up? I'm looking at, like, the physical activity guide. Where can yeah. people pick those up? So we have these, um, of course, at Howard Park. I got mm-hmm. boxes. I'm trying to get rid of them. I got boxes of, on boxes of them. Anytime that uh, Boomer's out somewhere, we're going to have stacks there. Okay. Um, we've just been going out to community locations, dropping off stacks with some of our community partners. Um, so if you go to any of our centers or facilities, so, you know, Leaper Tennis Center, Charles Black Center, Martin Luther King Jr. Community Center, Rum Village, Howard Park, um, Pinhook, uh, Pinhook Park, uh, the community center, any of those facilities will have stacks of these there where people can pick them up as well. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're trying to get my if, if you want some, you want to help us distribute some stop on by. I'll give I'll give you a box. I'll give awesome. you a stack, you know, pass them out. But 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 also this is available uh, in digital format. So once again, if you go to our website, sbvpa.org forward slash publications, you'll see, you know, there's annual reports and strategic plans and all kinds of stuff up there. But you will see uh, this year's 2022 activity guide. You can get it in digital format and have access to all that information. Love it. I I don't want to encroach on your time much more, but I do have one question that um, people always like to hear answered that I want to ask you before you get out of here. This question is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets. And that question is advice. So advice for people. Um, I would say this... Uh, most of the listener base here is a younger crowd, probably like young mm-hmm. professionals. They want to make a difference in their community, whether it's um, do things kind of like at a JV level of the VPA, like we want to lift up businesses, we want to yeah. lift up experiences. Um, do you have any, couple, like a couple pieces of actionable advice of what they could do? Yeah, uh, I would say the first one is just to get involved. You know, mm-hmm. so the more that you can be involved, that's when that's where the networking happens. That's where you start to meet people, you know. Um, when I first wanted to get started, um, I joined actually Urban Adventures Games. That, you know, I was a volunteer in that organization. But because of that, it got me to meet a lot of people in the community because we it has a, a wide footprint. Um, and then through that, when I had other things come, people were oh. I see people in town, so they're like, hey, you're the Urban Adventure guy. I'm like, <laughs> I got a name, but yeah, that's, that's me, you know. Um, so it was, just, it was just a great way to get connected and meet people. So I would say just, you know, have a presence in the community, you know. Go to events, um, you know, be nice to people, yep. talk, you know. Um, and just the more that you can get involved, it, it opens those doors and creates those opportunities for sure. Love it. Jonathan, thank you for your time today. This was fantastic. I'm a lot of events that I'm excited for. Um, I'm typically gone over the summer, so I cannot thank you enough for moving best week ever to later. <laughs> oh, selfishly, yeah. it really works out. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. And thanks for coming by today. It, it, fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Love what you guys are doing here in the community. And once again, any way that we can help you guys do what you do even more so, um, let me know. I'll be Maybe emailing you. All right, Thanks, man. Jonathan. Yeah. This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.